Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Midnight Screening, the show where we plan to plan the perfect movie night. I'll go for it. Uh, one film at a time. Today's film is Encino Man, or California Man, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm your host, Nathan. Leads the username, Lang. With me, as always, I have my co-host, Ty Hennessy. All right, Nathan leads the username? Nathan leads it, yes. <laughs> just... so I'm at some point. Username. We're just... I also said we plan to plan the perfect plan to plan the perfect movie night or whatever, and I'm Nathan leads the username. Where did I go? We're just gonna hi. We're just gonna keep rolling. Keep it rolling. And Josh K could not make it. Josh K could not make it today, unfortunately. But as always, whenever that happens, we always manage to bring in a ringer. And today's is is very exciting. We have Alan from I Finally Watched. Hey guys, I am so excited to be here. Very excited to have you here. We're going to talk about Encino Man. <laughs> In the, yeah. So we're, it's Encino Man for you, right? That's what the movie's called? Yeah, when you, you said, or California Man, is that what they call it over over yonder? Yes, yes. That's, what it, that's what it's called over here. Yeah, I think that makes more sense because like... You guys know about our states, but like every subsidiary of every, you know, section within, eh, it's not so common. It's, I think uh, it's it's the inverse of the Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, we, Americans, more sense. we Americans are too stupid to know what a, a philosopher is, and you guys are bad with <laughs> geography, I guess is what they're saying. Yeah, that. we don't know where Encino is. <laughs> Speaking, actually, like going right off that, I, I, I was speaking to someone and I said, "Why it's called California Man?" And they went, "No, no, no I know what Encino is because at the start of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, he says he's going <laughs> to Encino." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! I feel like <laughs> Encino is Encino is something I would like. I'd recognize where that was because it is mentioned in a lot of movies. You know? Yeah. Well, like I feel like you could, they could have just called this Encino Man over here, and no one would have been confused. Well, it's not like Encino is like the most popular place in in all of America, so it it's not. The title would just make as much sense as it would over there, over here. Yeah, I guess yeah. There's <laughs> yeah, there's an issue in, just... in general with, with the title. Yeah, yeah. It's Hollywood I, I, assuming that people are stupid. That's all well, it is. That's that's all of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> really? That is very true. Um, so the first thing to, to get out of the way, um, as always, is... Uh, and we'll, we'll start with our guest. We'll ask our guest this question. Had you seen this film before? Is this like something you have a, a, a history with? No, no, I I have not seen this, e- even though I have heard of it, and I, it might have even played, like, on cable when I was younger, a long time ago, and I probably just skipped through it. Yeah. It's interesting. Because, uh, Ty, I think you're the only person uh, on our panel today who had seen this before. Yes, I'm, I'm checking when it came out. <laughs> And the, it came out my birth year. It came out in 1992. Yeah. 92. Hey. Oh, so it did. So I'm, I'm like two years younger than this. Ah. So yeah, uh, yeah. I I grew up watching this. Like it was California Man. It was Brendan Fraser. Uh, he was, 
It was the epitome of my youth, essentially. You know, I was talking about this with my wife because we watched it uh, together. And how many times does Brendan Fraser play a man out of time? Um. Oh, wow. We, we, if yeah. we include the mummy, George of the Jungle, um, Looney Actually, he just he does a lot yes. of like rope swinging and things or beating his chest. Yeah, uh, even in airheads. Well, it's not like airheads the jungle. It's not like George's jungle is out of time. It's just he has to adapt to a certain society in that film. Also, yeah, yeah. Did he do Blast from the Past? Actually, um, I think he is did. Is that Brendan Fraser? I I usually have the Letterboxd page open. I didn't today for some reason. Let me open it. Da, 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 da. Brendan from... Fraser. Oh, he did. Yeah. That's one of those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Last one. That's the the same premise, right? Where a guy from a different oh, time period 100%. is. is... <laughs> I was is... I was thinking about it's... something similar because this like this is. Well, last year, I guess, has been a big year for, for Brendan Fraser. Oh. Um, where everyone's talking about what a great like actor he is, a great dramatic actor. Which is really funny to me, because the second you like Google Brendan Fraser's name and look down like just a little <laughs> bit, yeah. the kind of movies Brendan Fraser used to do is so funny. Yeah. I mean, he was like one of our what forerunners in in action stars um with the mummy mm -hmm. uh franchise um and then he fell off yeah really died a few um, times yeah i think the um you could probably uh, save it a little bit for when we eventually do the mummy but um yeah i think a lot of the like what happened to brendan fraser was because he did most of his own stunts on the mummy yeah. And then just like really, I think he he has like severe back problems now. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, because of, yeah, a lot of the the stunt work on, especially the mummy sequels, were just not handled very well. Uh, the diet as well. This, yeah, well, this is this is pre like this is pre the Tom Cruise era of stunt work. You know, this is before there was like yeah, legitimate teams set up to make sure actors could do stunts. Yeah. One one of the coolest things I ever saw in theater wasn't even a film, but it was when I went to go see Avatar 2 and there was this preview of the upcoming um uh Mission Impossible, right? Mm -hmm. And it was showing this step step-by-step um process of of executing this stunt with tom cruise and tom cruise was like yeah so we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and he explained it to you and it was an imax so it was like it was this like eight minute explanation of him going okay so we're gonna get on the motorcycle we're gonna jump off this ramp we're gonna fall off this cliff and then we're gonna parachute and hang glide to this point and it's eight full minutes of it, him explaining it to you and then 30 seconds of him doing it and i was like that's the coolest shit i've ever seen Oh, I need to find that. That sounds amazing. Why, would, why don't we get that stuff here? <laughs> yeah, nothing... Yeah. Every time I talk to someone from America that's like, this happened in a movie theater, I'm like, oh, we get exclusively this one clip of uh, 
John Boyega telling us why cinemas are important. Oh, you guys have John Boyega. We have uh, we have Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, you've got the. I've seen the Nicole Kidman. Oh, that is that yeah, admittedly. No, the Nicole Kidman one is worse. It's so cringy. Is it? Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Considering um, you know John Boyega is literally screaming at a green screen. <laughs> yeah, because if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to a story, you have to do it properly, which means no phones. Whatever. I uh, hate when the cinema tells me why I should be in the cinema. I I always do the thing where it, w- there's like a, a guy on his phone next to me and then it's playing the, you know, please turn off your cell phone, you know, whatever um, message. Mm-hmm. I always look over to be like, you, you, they're talking to you, buddy. Like, you get it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little shoulder nod. I once, I once, um, I think it was when the first Black Panther came out. Um, and I went to see it like opening week with Josh actually, who's usually on the show. Um, and there was this woman right in front of us, just texting through the whole movie. And like as a joke, I like nudged Josh and then pretended to throw a bit of popcorn, <laughs> and then it slipped out my hand and hit her foot. <laughs> well, she got the point. <laughs> yeah, so then I'm just like she's like turning around and I'm just like intently staring at the screen like. Like I'm engrossed in the film, I haven't noticed anything happen. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I got I got a great story. So I'm watching I think it's oh, which Harry Potter was it? I, I'm with my whole family. And do you know those previews? they're they're not really common right now, but the previews where something is happening in the movie and then a cell phone goes off and it like it it exposes the main character or something like that and that's why they die or that's why they get shot at or like it it, you see what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i I have vague memories of that yeah okay so we're watching we're watching harry potter at the very beginning of the movie but we still thought it was the previews and some guys hiding in a closet I, I i forget which harry potter it is some guys hiding in the closet and voldemort's snake hears him and kill and like attacks oh. him from the closet and kills him Goblet of Fire. All right. It was Goblet of Fire. Okay, okay. So my, my a cell phone goes off as the dude is hiding in the closet, and then it looks like the snake heard the cell phone, and that's why the <laughs> snake went to go kill him. That's and, amazing. And we were, we were so confused, and then we found out it was my mother's cell phone ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I would argue though that's the only time like a a phone ringing made made the scene better. Uh, <laughs> possibly, possibly. Hundred percent. That's great. That's, um, that's kind of what happened at the the, the screening of um, Scream Five. Like Ghostface actually came up on screen like before the movie starts and was like, essentially, you know the rules. This and explains the rules of Scream and then goes. Hey, also, don't talk about the movie. Or will find you, and I'm like, and me and my mate Kyle were like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that that was that was awful. <laughs> Just seeing Ghostface on screen, like we're gonna come get you. It's like, ah, okay, dead, I'm dead. I I think no, the, um, the screen okay. movies are one of the best. Friend, I know when you guys originally, <sighs> you know, uh, contacted me. You, you were saying to do Scream, and I was like, "Oh, that's perfect," because we've already done done Scream, and I've watched it 
so many times since then i have basically have the whole movie memorized i think it's just one of the strongest mm. like horror franchises today absolutely it's so it's good. fantastic um, the reason we're not doing scream uh right now is just because uh we've pushed that episode back to correlate with uh the release of the next scream a little nicer which is in march uh, i'm going to see it uh I mean, if you if you want, we can like I'm cool having you back on to do Scream. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I mean, sure. Whatever you guys, whatever you guys need. No, but uh, this is great because Encino Man is not necessarily one that we would do on the channel, um, per se. But since uh, I've never seen it, it's kind of a great opportunity to 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 do a film that I've never seen that I would not necessarily would... watch on my own accord. That was a part of my reasoning uh, for choosing this film for for this particular episode. Is yeah, I, I did kind of want to find something that was very in our ballpark, but not necessarily in yours. I thought that might be interesting. Um, and there is there is another reason, and I I want as did you guys catch on to why I wanted to do Encino Man now? Wait, uh, no, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna... It's it's to do with the it's to do with the cast. I'm gonna... It's not Sean Astin. No, it's not Brendan. <laughs> is it Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser, yes. Is it because he did the wheel? Uh, well, it's because the Oscars are coming up. Oh, he's getting an Oscar for the wheel, isn't he? So we've got Brendan Fraser nominated for best actor, and there's another cast member in this movie up for an Oscar this year. Holly Shore. Shore. <laughs> I wish that would be amazing. <laughs> Look at it. No, uh, Ki Hyung Kwan is in this movie. Oh, the the computer stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. that's no, right. That's right. I'll be honest. I hadn't seen the movie when I picked this, so I wasn't quite aware how little screen time he has. <laughs> very little I could have told you but you know yeah this movie has a little uh, a little Goonies reunion in it as well yeah that was that was Ashley's point yeah there's a like, there are two uh, Goonies in this movie so it's it like, insane that if I oh I'm sorry go ahead it was, like, it was literally just she saw Sean Astin and she went oh he's from the Goonies I went it's Samwise Gamgee woman and then obviously I'm not going to brutalise his name other guy. Oh, it's it, it's what Bill from Stranger Things. Don't you even know where you live? <laughs> I'll come and kick you in the bollocks. I swear to God. Wait, he, he 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 did more things outside of Stranger Things. I didn't know. Hmm. <laughs> Can't quite get to you a lot, but I could I could get to Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I just hops on a plane. <laughs> Take that back with Sean Aston. <laughs> bring Sean Aston with me so he can cry no but you also have to go get Sean Aston he's a he's he's um uh he's doing that show with the rock right now right oh which one he's in he's in young rock young rock yeah he's, he's uh he's Dwayne Johnson's high school bully it's really funny then he good. said that Dwayne Johnson was his high school bully. It's like, oh, Dwayne Johnson. No, he's nice. Sure. 
everything I hear about Young Rock just make that doesn't make sense to me. Why have I never heard of this film? It's a TV show. It's um. <laughs> Why have I around. never heard of this TV show? <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is running for um president in like twenty thirty something. Um, and then yeah, like it's, he starts telling this story of like growing up with his dad, Soul Man Rocky Johnson, and I'm a massive wrestling fan. I watched wrestling all the way up until it got awful, um, and my I pretty much started during like pretty much the Attitude Era of wrestling, and that's when a lot of the guys, so like Uncle Steve Austin, um, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, all those guys. Um, so for a wrestling fan, it was great, and yeah, it's essentially depicting his life as like a young boy, a teenager, a young adult. And then, like, his entry into, like, the WWF, which is what the WWE used to be. Like, meeting mm. and McMahon. So, yeah, and then it comes out, this one guy tweets uh, Dwayne Johnson saying that he used to be, like, the high school bully, like, the middle school bully or something like that. And he's like, and Dwayne's like, hold up, this guy used to bully me. And, yeah, so it, was Sean, it turns out it was Sean Aston. Oh my god! You know, if you, you know what's funny about this cast is that if I watched it back when it came out or when I was younger, I wouldn't watch it. You know, in the first year I was born, but you see what I mean. Um, but if I watched it back in the, like the the mid to late nineties, I would have no idea who like the top six billing of these cast members were. But now, uh-huh. since I've watched a bunch of media. And going back and now watching Encino Man, it's like Robin Tooney is from the show The Mentalist. Uh, Rose McGowan is from Charmed. And then Michael DeLewis is uh, from Gilmore Girls. You know, all the all the shows that I've loved and, and watched many times over. And to see them in this light, like to see them playing these characters is so funny to me. Yeah. Which one's Michael DeLewis? That's how I get that. Michael D. Lewis is the bully. Sorry, I know him from um, Wayne's World. Didn't know he was in Gilmore oh, Girls. Wayne's World. That's where you. He is in Wayne's World, yes. The, the bully. He's in Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Apparently, Lan just told me. Does he play in Gilmore Girls? He he plays TJ. He plays the brother-in-law of Luke. So he marries Luke's sister. TJ, the brother-in-law of Luke. Are his Luke's sister? Got him. Here we go. She's like, I know where I know that guy's face. I'm like, you seen Wayne World, right? Yeah, he's in Wayne's World. No, he's Gilmore Girls. <laughs> God, that's a good show. <laughs> I've watched bits. It's 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 fine. I've it, never seen Gilmore Girls. It's, it's one of those shows that I just was really apprehensive of, and I sat down on Netflix and just watched through the whole, the whole thing, and I was like, "This is just a really charming show." <laughs> yeah, it's easy to watch as well. But okay, if we're gonna discuss the cast of this movie, though, <laughs> I, I feel like we have to talk about um, the 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 stuttering elephant in the room. <laughs> the that will uh, sure. make or break your your appreciation of this film. Yeah, Polly Shore. Shore. I just um, bring him up, man. So you were both born. 
because we're talking about Encino Man. Okay, we're talking about the good bits of Encino Man, Nathan. You just have to bring it down. make it an hour without mentioning you love the star Shore. of the movie, Polly Shore. You love Polly Shore. I can't stand You love him. I cannot stand Polly Shore. You have a photo of him. You this is my kiss every night. Okay, thanks. I, uh, I, I cannot stand Polly Shore at all. But I do wonder. Um, and I, I have a... Um, I, I wish I could have found, like... Uh, if I... If I could find like a big movie nerd who was like a teenager in the nineties, I have to grill them on this because I don't. It's not just that I don't find Polisher like personally funny. I don't understand what the joke is with Polisher. Okay, okay, so so can you yeah can you explain to me what Polisher is? This is actually <laughs> this is a bigger topic that I wanted to bring up earlier. Is that what do mm. you guys from your country? think of Americans and then is Encino Man a good representation of what your idea of Americans would be like in the 90s because oh, I feel wow. like Polly Shore <laughs> I know big question but I feel like Polly Shore is a good representation of a certain sector but a very specific one so from 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 I don't like Polly Shore either. Like Biodome is such a horrible movie. It's one of those like so bad I love to watch it sort of sort of films. Yeah, yeah. Um, and especially with Baldwin and Polly Shore, it's just like, oh, what can you think of a more despicable duo than those two <laughs> actors, right? But in saying that, I kind of love Polly Shore in a goofy movie. That was gonna my answer to your question about like our perception of like Americans in the nineties. I was gonna say Polly Shore does fit into mine exclusively because I think all my childhood knowledge of America in the nineties came from a Goofy movie. <laughs> Cheese with sustenance, yeah, exactly. which is yeah, I agree with you. The one film I tolerate Polly Shore in because it is a cartoon. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So him doing the voice and the whatever, like, it fits that world more than it fits, yeah. like, him just being a guy, you well, know? one thing is when you have a movie like Biodome where he's just kind of horrible in it, is that I feel like Encino Man kind of makes Polly Shore somewhat a likable character, a little bit. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, I like I was watching this thinking the same as you, like, oh, man, Polly Shore, God damn. And I was like, why? Why are these guys making me watch this movie with Polly Shore in it? Uh, but then as I go through the movie and like Stoney is getting his character arc, I was like, oh, man, you know what? I actually really like this character that he's playing, even though it's like it's similar to it's similar to like all the other characters he's playing. But this one has some growth to him, you know? Yeah. He he gets to do that final monologue about being a good person and whatever. Yeah. And everyone knew us, yeah. which is like high school. Can I say that? Oh. Everyone knew a Stony in high school. Like a guy that's exactly like Stony. Maybe not like dialogue and stuff yeah. like that, but like acts exactly like like it's just pretty much mates with everyone. Yeah. The. Can we also yeah. mention like the the really good comedic cues, not from Sean Astin, right. not from Brendan Fraser, not from uh, Polly Shore, but from the parents, mm. Mister yeah. Mrs Morgan? It's just like their dialogue and their like one liners are so fine. Like when the dad is like, 
well, I know we're feeding everyone in the neighborhood, but you know, it's like I was like, oh yeah, part of Estonia so as well. Yeah. yeah, there's there's something about how nothing their reactions to a lot of stuff is that is actually really funny. Like it's a really good comedic idea. Um, like yeah, that whole scene where they've like trashed the kitchen, and his parents come home. Um, and they, they, like, initially have, like, a big reaction to it, but then the way they get around it is, like, oh, we just have, we have a foreign exchange student with us, yeah. and that seems to be okay. Like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. So, <laughs> I remember signing that paper. No. No, you don't. You're lying. Yeah. Are you lying? <laughs> no, it's it's actually one of the funniest scenes in the movie, and it's not even, like, because of our three main characters. Hmm. No, yeah, the, yeah. It's the 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 setup and concept, and then yeah, the execution from from the actress playing Sean Astin's parents is is great. That's that's my favorite type of comedic acting is when you do something comedic but acted if if you're in a dramatic role. That is, oh yeah, that is the funniest way to deliver any piece of comedic dialogue. That is Chris Evans. You know, in... the Scott Pilgrim. There you go. Boom. Done. Oh, Chris Evans and Scott Pilgrim. I thought you were going to say Chris Evans in um, Not Another Teenage Movie. Oh, Not Another Teen Movie. I weirdly yeah, love that movie. movie. I weirdly love that movie. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so messed up. Like, you, <laughs> oh, couldn't, you couldn't get away with the jokes now. No but, chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Token black guy? Nope. To be, nope. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, you also couldn't get away with the stuff they're making fun of from the movies they're making fun of now, so... Oh, no way, no way. It, it kind of loops back around to being kind of alright again, in a, in a way. Spiff movies always have that like... issue, though. Yeah, that's true. I, You know, after I watched Scream um, a couple years ago when we did it for the podcast, I uh, I put on Scary Movie just for, you know, fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, you know, the thing, the detriment about Scary Movie is that, and what's really funny about Scary Movie and, and Scream in particular, is that the screams keep getting better and the mm. Scary Movies kept getting worse. 100%. And, and, and it's because they don't hold up. It's because the jokes that they make in the parodies are just, you know, yeah. they, they try to fit too much every time. You... you can also see them with the scary movie i think they're quite often reaching to find a joke that's funnier than the joke that's already there in scream yeah which is already a very funny clever movie well because because scream in and of itself is satirical to a point yeah. you know like, yeah that's 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 my issue with the scary movie is they've in a lot of scenes already been beaten to the best version of the punchline by the film they're trying to skewer I, I think a perfect example of that is when when Rose McGowan tries to fit through the 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 doggy door of the garage. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. in the in the in Scream, you know, she's always like very self obsessed person, and she's always like you know minded about her 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 weight and everything. Yeah. And then that that comes to her detriment where she can't fit through the door, right? And then she dies because of that but in the in the parody she she is so heavy she breaks the garage door <laughs> yeah. but i was like that works like that like that's that's adding to the joke but then i feel like in the future when they just go like they're trying to set up a, a funny joke and then they go so left field where it just doesn't make sense anymore that's where they fail
Oh, of course. You know how Scary Movie came to be. The, the concept or the title or the 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 whole thing. I don't know. How? Oh, Nathan, Nathan actually told me this. I'm kind of going to steal it for you, Nathan. Correct me if I get anything wrong. So essentially, well, I mean, I stole it from just a thing that happened. So <laughs> Scream was originally titled Scary Movie, and then it was right. Matthew Lillard saying it was it's going to be a Scream that made them change the title. Yeah, Scream baby. And then. Wayans Brothers bought the script for Scary Movie, scrapped everything and went, we're going to spoof it, and just kept the title. Well, that's the that's the, the the reason that Scary Movie became Scream was because there was a script called Scary Movie that was being optioned at the time by, uh, what are their names? The least funny men in Hollywood. I'm not saying the Wayans Brothers. Give me a second to Google. Not the Wayans Brothers. Uh, the other two. Jason Freeberg and Aaron Seltzer. Oh. <laughs> the the guys that did like disaster movie and epic right. movie oh, and whatever really... later. They they had a movie they were writing called Scary Movie. So what the Wayans did was buy that script and then rewrite the whole thing. Ah. But that's why if you look at the credits of Scary Movie, there's five credited writers. Because they had to credit Freeberg and Seltzer. Which is how all those really, really bad parody movies ended up getting financed. Because they could write from two of the writers of Scary Movie. That is That makes sense, sadly. Yeah. So if you've ever wondered why they kept churning those things out after Scary Movie, that, that's why. Because the legally, the writers were just allowed to lie about... Their contribution to a a pretty good movie. Oh, that's so funny. You know, you know, I was gonna ask you guys this: is that we have like stoner movies here in America, like yep. like uh, Harold and Kumar is a really good example of of a stoner movie, mm-hmm. and even to a certain degree, Encino Man is a little bit of a stoner movie without actually having like marijuana in it. Yeah. Um. Although yeah. I'm pretty well, sure it's literally about- stony. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure Polly Shore is just constantly high. Hundred percent. Um, uh, yeah. Do Do you guys have kind of like an equivalent of that, or do you call them, you know, stoner movies too? We. I don't know. If we're stoner movies are American too. stoner movies. Um, yeah. So if you mentioned a, a stoner, yeah, movie. we watched like How High, Mac and Devin Go to High School, Friday, um, Car Wash, stuff like that. We watched. Yeah. I think the issue might be the difference in the American and British attitude to drugs. Yeah. Uh, because I, I think the, the, the closest you're going to get from our side of the pond is like train spotting. You and know? that's like, about heroin. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think. <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we're an all or nothing kind of country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you know what's funny is that our, arguably the the more legal we make drugs here in America, the worse our stoner films are going to be because it doesn't make any sense. Oh, of course, the like the co- the comedy elements aren't there anymore. Yeah. You know? But then we have Breaking Bad, which deals with meth. So, boom, there you go. <laughs> That's true. You, you you guys do have Breaking. Scotland really focuses on like the um I don't want to say gang problems, but like like. Scottish films are either 
these are a bunch of junkies that do a bunch of stuff, or these are a bunch of wee idiots that like to fight. That's generous. I guess we've goal. got um, we've got Angel Share. Oh, Angel Share, which, which is, about whiskey. is whiskey. Whiskey. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that's probably our closest. I'll call fighting or heroin. That's where we're trying to score. score. Because <laughs> Angel shares a like a comedy, lighthearted comedy, but trying to score a lot of a lot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Angel shares <laughs> is that hard to come by um, in Scotland? Um, it's because it's like expensive. Oh, um, okay. So what is the plot again? The because it's always a bit of whiskey that's it. like uh, when you distill it, it goes into the atmosphere. They were trying to the angel. They were share. trying to find angel so share they're, whiskey. They're trying to get. Yeah, they're trying to get that whiskey and bottle that. <laughs> So they can have free whiskey. I actually found Angel oh Share at um, Sex. Like, I think I've got it somewhere in here. Maybe my dad's. Have it. Um, we should probably do. We should do a Scottish film at some point. That'd be. This is being stupid. Makes sense. It's weird that we haven't. Why is Letterboxd being stupid? Yeah, my Letterboxd isn't working right now either. I think the site might Let's be done. It. I'll Google. Google it. So, yeah, like, Scottish films are very. Talking about the glorious battles of William Wallace, and we're going to hire an Australian boy to do it. I, th- I think something, particularly something like something like Encino Man, particularly. I I don't think would be made over here for the simple reason of like it's a very to me American comedy concept to come up with like a, a pre- like a proper premise, like Elliot pitch that premise, and then just do a comedy instead. Do you know what I mean? So, like, Encino Man's a film about, like, we, we defrosted a caveman. Uh, but then, instead of, like, being about what would happen if you defrosted a caveman, it's like, then we went to high school and we did a bunch of teen comedy jokes instead. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I can think of a, an equivalent over here. I don't think those kind of films get made. Well, like, if you, if you think about the simplicity of not only that film, but like a film like Harold and Kumar, is that those dudes just want a burger mm-hmm. from White Castle, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay, they go from point A to... It's kind of like Lord of the Rings, right? It's like the, this group of friends want to go from point A to point B, but then it's the it's the things that happen to them along the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's like Dude, Where's My Car? I've, I've, I've never heard that comparison. <laughs> The comparison to Lord of the Rings yeah. and Harold and Kumar. Lord of the Rings and Harold and Kumar. But you, you've, you've nailed it. That <laughs> I have no yeah, we're... <laughs> Our yeah, our movies like that are just genuinely American movies. Um, I don't think I love that series. The fact that we don't have much of a film industry, no. really. Not right now. Genuinely, I can name like five Scottish movies off the top of my head. It's getting better again. Like, we're getting more indie stuff off the ground, which is nice. But, like, even at that, the biggest, like, Scottish, like, proper Scottish film of last year was After Sun, and that was filmed in... So it uh, was. Why have I forgotten where that film was? Oh, I need to, I just watched I need to it see that. No, because it's about them going on holiday if it's filmed in like Greece or something. I was thinking that there was a there was a Scottish film that I was watching, but it it wasn't. It was British. It was done by Martin McDonough. What was the movie? Featuring that. Um, in Bruges. Oh right. Ah, uh, uh, they're pretty sure it's Irish, right? 
yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah McDonald's because it's um, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell. It's actually it's it's Belgium. Well, yeah, the film's set in Belgium. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Brendan Gleeson and Colin Colin Farrell. Yeah. Two lovely Irishmen. Um, but also relevant to relevant to this year's uh, Oscar run, you've got uh, Colin Farrell up for Banshees of Inner Sheen. Oh, guy is so good. Very good film. Very good film. So good. But you know what? That that was um, what is that? Is that Irish or is that? Uh, it's an Irish film as well. Yeah, it's I think Irish it's also film. Mermaid on it. Yeah, Irish, <laughs> Ireland, coast of Ireland. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's it. Thinking of like a like a European movie. You know, we did um, we did a, a movie called Stoker couple weeks ago i don't know if either of you have ever seen it heard of it is that not about bram stoker i know the film you're made uh what is that about bram stoker writer no 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 that's see that's what i thought too when it when i first watched it no it's just about it's um it's uh hold on basically you've heard of old boy right that korean film yes yeah so it's that's directed by Park Chan-wook, who's a Korean director. Um, but he did an American film called Stoker, which is about a young woman psychopath who, hmm. who's kind of trained by her older uncle's psychopath to be really like a simplistic telling of uh, synopsis of that story. But it's a, it's a Korean director who's all his life has done Korean films, who then does his american film and it's so good like he brings all of his tropes but it's it's american and then you have um uh martin mcdowell who's done um banshees of initiation in bruges but then he did three billboards outside ebbing missouri which i feel like is a is an amazing american film Ethan loves that movie he's british so so it's 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 these like uh, foreign, well, foreign to me, but foreign directors doing American movies, and I feel like you get this very new sort of cinema, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't well, know where I, I say, you don't... going with this, but yeah. <laughs> well, you don't tend to see it going the other way, you know? And I think it is just that you know, 99% of the film industry is in America. <laughs> or at least that we see. Um, yeah, that's true too. So yeah, you don't tend to have. Uh, I very quickly added the that we see in there, so no one tweets me about how massive Bollywood is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not only Bollywood, but but England, like you know, they have a huge um, film industry too. I feel like. And so yeah, the the UK's film industry is it's getting there again. It was a lot bigger, you know, twenty thirty years ago, but. Um, there's been a couple things happened recently where money has been actually made on stuff, so that's made some people loosen the purse strings and allow people to make things again. So we're yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. I mean, Maybe. padding uh, probably because of Paddington. <laughs> oh, Paddington. Uh, yeah, from Paddington. All the money those Paddington movies made has supported our film industry for the next twenty years. Like, 
So so if Why? if let's say where where in Scotland are you guys from? Edinburgh. Uh, we're Edinburgh boys. Yeah. Edinburgh. So if it was like if a movie was made and it was Edinburgh man and <laughs> how how would that go? How would how would you think that would go? Dogs. Train spotted. Well, that's it. I can only think. I can. Yeah, I can only think of one off the top of my head. And it's train spotting. So. And then, um, no, no, no. I meant. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I meant with the same premise of Encino Man. Oh but, right. But oh. In your town. Yeah. Oh wow. That's a really good. He question. would stay frozen because it's cold oh, yeah. as shit out here. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna. No one's building a. Yeah, pool. No one's building a pool. <laughs> <laughs> to start with. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. If, if I was just like, yeah, two like burnout, burnout high schoolers. No, Stone is the burnout. Found Stone the is the burnout. Like, but is it, but in, yeah, Sean Aston's like nerd, trying to finish high school nerd. strong. Yeah. Oh, wow. I genuinely I don't know where that would go. There would be more. Um. Yeah, there'd probably be more jokes about. Uh, alcohol and parties and things. Hundred percent. There'd be a scene where they were drinking. There'd be a scene where they were drinking in a field. Yeah. So instead of him wanting their... to become like prom king by the end of the movie, it would be like, "Hey, let's score at this party or something." You're. Like that. Well, it, yeah, they, they, we we don't have. Oh, you prom have head kings. boy and head girl in high school, which is a yeah, which, which no is one a wants. year-long thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're head boy, <laughs> no, no one wants to be it anyway. Um, at least that was my experience. So, so, so in um, your in your adaptation, Sean Astin is well on his way of being head boy, and he's doing everything in his in his willpower to to not get me. out of it. That'd yeah. be it. Yeah, he'd actually be like the way that our high schools work. He'd be top of the food chain in terms of he'd get to do the most. Yeah, stuff. he gets to make the announcements. Yeah, um, so yeah, his way of getting cooler. Yeah, his way of being cooler would be to yeah be worse. Yeah, <laughs> like go down the back order probably. Yeah. And then, um, well, see, that's Polly Shore would uh, teach him a yeah, Matt, Matt's character would be like the school hard lad, like that had like two fights in first year and needed messes with him because he's hard and he's fit a hard family. That's Matt's character, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it, his dad's I a brick. mess with him because he's like three big brothers and like four cousins will <laughs> come to school and battle you. Like, that's essentially what it is. <laughs> Oh my god! Now, now I want to watch this movie. Um, I want to make this movie. Also, the the insults would fly a lot more than than usual. Like, for like, we had foreign exchange students in our school, and it was a weird, like, all the guys kind of reacted to the guys like in the halfway between like accepting them and Matt. Like, you kind of just looked at them like. Mad, cause just, cause like we had foreign exchange students that were Italian. Um, I thought, wait, what was that? Fifth year? It was fifth year? And then in Scotland we do a thing called social dancing, which is instead of doing PE and playing football and sorry soccer and, um and hockey and stuff like that, we'll we'll just dance for like six weeks, <laughs> and it's the worst thing ever if you're if you're like like me. In high school, essentially the girls would like flick their sleeves out so you couldn't touch their hands. That was high. That was first year of high school. Yeah, but a bit more mature. Oh my as, god! As soon as you're in like your prime of like these girls are going to actually want to hold hands and dance, 
fucking Italian boys come in looking tan and looking just better than all of us. <laughs> and what? There were some people always taller all, than everyone. They could all just dance. <laughs> like, uh, like, we were standing looking at them going, so, fucker. Actually, well, okay, so actually, that's exactly what happened in Encino Man. Is that, <laughs> that is, is that, actually, yeah, is that Brendan Fraser is just is just taller and better looking than Sean Astin yeah. and stole his girl, basically. <laughs> that would that would happen in in Edinburgh Man, except Edinburgh um, Man. Yeah, it would be they'd teach him to they'd teach him to <laughs> Highland dance. It would never. It would even be Edinburgh <laughs> yeah. Man instead of best instead Island of like. Dancing. I I don't I don't even know what he was doing like some sort of hip hop crunky uh, with those guys. Uh, no, that would never happen. Those boys. Yeah. Those, if those if those guys existed in Scottish schools, those would be metalheads. No one talks to the metalheads because they might bite you. Yeah, you can't. Those put... guys. This is something I've noticed about American movies, and I don't know if it is a thing in like American high schools, but in real life. But American movie bullies put way too much effort into bullying. Oh yeah. Well, see, I have a theory. like when he like I have I have a theory that so at one point because the movies have been made and the and the stereotype has been represented in film that I'm sure bullies have been exactly like that. But now I feel like because nerd culture is so glorified mm. in today's world yeah. that that the nerds and the geeks are almost like the cool kids and so when you have a jock bully it's it's you i i have a theory that you only have a jock bully in real life is because they're taking cues from older mm. films uh, mm. i wish i'd went to high school when like being, I can being a nerd was cool Wish I was. That was like genuinely happening. I I remember oh. like the shift slowly happening while I was at. I'd be so I'd be so well liked at high like, school. <laughs> well, a lot of it was to do with the the MCU, 100%. like yeah. the, the the MCU taking off. Because like when I I started high school in like twenty thirteen, and there was like people in my there was like people in my class that thought I was like weird for liking Marvel stuff and watching the Marvel movies and reading comics and stuff. And then by the time I graduated, half my conversations with people were because they would come up to me and be like, I just saw the trailer for Black Panther. What is a Black Panther? Can you, what did he do? <laughs> like, so to um, give you a little bit of context. Yeah, and get me. Like, I, happening. Man, I'm old. I, so I graduated, okay. I graduated. Oh, no, I was literally, I'm going to make your point as well. I graduated, graduated the year before Nathan actually started high school. So, <laughs> I think I did a whole too. high school year. Too. So I'm like two years younger than you. So, yeah, yeah. So I graduated. Uh, let's see, I graduated college in 2015. So then I graduated. So that so I graduated high school in 2011. So literally like a year before me. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the MCU. Well, see the the issue is is that it when you had mo like comic books as such like a like a nerd aspect of society, and then you have the MCU, which is kind of bringing it to mainstream. Um, the sectors of like you know nerds got together to like geek out. Is that 
that group only just became larger because it 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 had people who would never be interested in it started mm. suddenly being interested in it much to your yeah. point and then and then it's like well now we need a new group of people to make fun of <laughs> see now it's the nerves making fun of the jocks because they're toxic Completely flipped, kind yeah. of actually a little bit yeah I, I i've seen that quite a bit if someone's like way too into sports <laughs> like and it's it, it's really funny to me because it's the same hypocrisy going the other way like i remember saying like when i was in like first year saying to my friends like isn't it weird that like if 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 i'll go to a convention and put on like like a mario hat you know, to be part of the thing, then I'm, that's, like, a weird niche thing to do. But if someone wants to go to, like, a football game and wear the yeah, t-shirt, that's okay. you know, like, wear a strip to a game yeah. they're not playing, that's normal. Um, but, like, that's so hypocritical. But, like, it's genuinely, I've seen it go the other way, where people have been, like, yeah, kids have been really into into their football team or whatever, and someone's been, like, yeah, more nerdy kids are, like, oh, that's so lame, why would you... Like, why would you go in that and do that and wait for like time? wearing a, necron- a necron- necromancy cloak and go and... Seriously, I'm going to go play D&D now. <laughs> like, that as I well? Yeah, they're, they're wearing Rick Rise and Morty merch or something. The Rise like... of Dungeons and Dragons over the last, like... Sorry, yeah. the more a, yeah. popularity of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. That one yeah. we can call a Stranger Things thing. That one was Stranger Things. <laughs> you know what? I'll even do you one better. I think it started with with community i don't know if you've ever seen it's a massive fun oh no that's a very good I, that's that's my favorite show <laughs> oh it's amazing it's an amazing show and and the thing like the D episodes is so is so good and i think that was like a good introduction to people who who didn't know what it was and then watched the the community episode and they were like okay now i have somewhat of an idea yeah I think our, the the point we've shifted to is um, since we started with what would happen if if we did Encino Man but in Edinburgh, right? Um, I think this this conversation moves into Encino Man today. Like if you were to remake yeah. Encino Man, Oof. like it would be very different, very different in terms of some of the very nineteen ninety two elements oh, regarding. So um, do we do we still, women? Do we still yeah. keep the location? Do we still keep like the cavemen being thought out? Like all that is the same. It's just the high school I dynamic think, is the is different. Yeah. yeah, I think we keep it. Yeah, if it was still in in Encino, and it was still yeah, Brendan Fraser's a caveman, or I mean, probably not Brendan Fraser because he's shut up. It's still Brendan Fraser. Slightly is out the role. Um, Love that man. I just think who who's who's. Who is our Brendan Fraser? Mm. That's that's step one, right? Oh, of today. Mm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I think you've also got to remember that, like, we love Brendan Fraser now. The world loves Brendan Fraser. That wasn't necessarily the opinion. Shut up, at Nathan. The time. You weren't there. Everyone loved Brendan Fraser. Which, which makes me like wonder if it's a. Uh... Everyone I'm thinking of is slightly too famous for this era of Brendan Fraser, but I'm thinking like a Chris Ugh. Pratt. Ugh. But but Chris Pratt is so old. Chris Pratt is older, yeah. And the Could problem it be Tom is... Holland. We're looking. <laughs> the issue is. I'm oh, saying ahead. we're looking more like Chalamet Holland age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy because those two seem so young uh. to me. 
But looking at Brendan Fraser in in Encino Man, he seems like a man, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of that is to do with Chalamet being like a tiny little man. Tom you Holland just being like twenty. Chalamet yeah, but... is a Chalamet is the height of a Ken doll. <laughs> like, oh my god! All right, let's recast California Man. But you know, like, like I feel like. Brendan Fraser's built like a football player mm. in this, you know? And so you'd have to pick someone who who has like a kind of a dork face. Like a not a dork face, but like a lovable face, but who's also like who could pull like off a guy, the yeah. prehistoric caveman. Austin Butler. I hate Austin you're Butler right. Is I hate not that you're bad. right with that. It's not oh, bad. You saw it, Nathan. <laughs> I, I think that's <laughs> oh. the right answer. I think it's oh, Austin God. Butler. <laughs> It's get Austin Butler. Oh my god! And then, and then, of course, I think, I think to keep with theme, Sean Astin's character has to be played by one of the kids from. Um, See, I was just Things. thinking, because uh, Stranger Things is, kid, is the new Goonies. Who's the kid who yeah. can like put his yeah. shoulders together in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, oh, Caleb, 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 <laughs> yeah, Caleb, that one. Very good. <laughs> I gave up. No, it's it's Gatton Matazaro. Matarazzo. Matarazzo. Gatton Matarazzo. There it is. I got none of that name right. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. No. Look at the DVD. And Polly Shore just looks like a 40 year old man who just failed high school that many times. Mm. Oh yeah, Polly Shore uh, always looked forty. Like, oh, Polly Shore. Who'd play Polly Shore now? I, right, I, well, I am the hardest one. Who... I'm actually really loving this cast um, that we have going. Matthew yeah, Willard. I see this movie. Play Polly Shore. Okay, so... <laughs> Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! And that's our that's our Rose <laughs> McGowan connection right there. Mm. Hey, yeah. I feel like we're running into the problem of they don't make like a lot of comedies as much nowadays. It's less of a like a thing. It definitely is to be like a comedy actor. No, it it hundred percent is. I mean, you just don't Pete get Davidson. No, no, Pete Davidson. No. Oh no. my god. I think that's the best my I can thoughts, think of. My thoughts just lean towards um, Rogan and Apatow's mates. Like, they're like, all too old. Yeah, young. they're all too old. Like, what's his name? Uh, one in Knocked Up who had the Canada sign on his chest. I was in Sorcerer's Apprentice. And Jay Barrish. Yeah, Jay Barrish. You're not... You're not convincing modern-day no. Jay Baruchel is in, no. in high school. But you know what's funny, though, is that if you think of a movie like Superbad and then you just add a caveman into it, you have Encino Man. Like, yeah. You have a modern-day Encino Man. Not even modern-day Stoner movies anymore. No, oh, I that's mean, it. But, There's not a lot of... But there can't be because, you know, weed's legal in, a, in America now, practically. So it's like you don't have the same oh, vibe here we go. anymore. That's annoying. Let's go, Michael Cera. Um, 
Sarah. I can't. Nico Sarah, I think, again, is too old. Michael Sarah was I in Super Bad. He always looks young. <laughs> He's always, He's a, like, young, a young, but not, like, bad stoner young. looking guy who would get away with that hair. It's, it's, the, the, the best you're gonna get is Pete Davidson. That's the only, like, stoner comedian that we have anymore. The only stoner movie of, like, the last ten years is King of Staten Island. Yeah, with Pete Davidson. The the With funny Pete Davidson. the funny thing is is that it's like I feel so disconnected because because I don't I don't know any of the younger actors very well. Like the mainstream ones, sure, but like you're like, oh, who's the main character in Outer Banks? I don't fucking know. I don't know Outer Banks. You know, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> no. it's just I feel so disconnected You. from like the young actors. I do think with Oh, um I got it. I got it. Okay, it's such a it's such a pull from Stranger Things, but it's the uh Argyle guy, the pizza stoner guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, of course. Who plays the same just like Polly Shore plays the same character in every Ethan single Hale, movie. who is he? Um <laughs> What is his name? I'm gonna Google that one. Oh, um uh He was Eduard in Booksmart Eduardo as well. Eduardo Franco. Eduardo Franco, that's it. But Yes, like them so... two pulling up next to Austin Butler is hilarious to me. <laughs> I think the... the... Okay, who's I Robin Ward? Who's Oh, which, which country Robin? is Robin again? The main... Oh, yeah. Uh... Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> It's just strange. It's just strange. and I fucking knew that was coming. I fucking knew that was coming. <laughs> I saw the blonde hair. I'm like, he's going to see Millie Bobby Brown. well, I knew it. the the thing is, is that I mean, Ah! you know what's crazy is that Don't when talk I was anymore. when I was little, I Don't do this I anymore. loved to watch Grease, and it was just like such a such a You're pretty right. a wrong understanding of what high schoolers are supposed to look like. They're not supposed to look like forty year old men, and I didn't Oh. know that. Right. So I thought like, oh, in like an eight year time, I'll have so much hair on my chest and five o'clock shadow always. Right. And um, but I feel like I feel like this movie is kind of like that, too. It's like everyone who plays a high schooler in Encino Man is like at least the youngest 25 years old, you know. And out of everyone, out of. Oh yeah. The Out guy of who plays Matt out of is Brendan a Fraser, full-grown Sean man. Astin, and Polly Shore. Polly Shore was the oldest one on on the movie. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it shows, And it shows. yeah. It shows. But again, I I can see Polly Shore having been born forty-seven. Like he just, he's always had like midlife crisis, But uh, he, like but that see that's era the that's to him. that's the thing is that he is you can't put him in anything outside of of cheese whiz sustenance you know unless you want him to play Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's his his thing, and that's like when I say when I say it, like it it's not even that like I I don't like him or I don't think he's funny. I don't understand it because I don't understand how 
the pausing see, that is while the talking joke. is the joke. Oh. Yeah. Like, Especially with buff. That's the whole joke. And it's several movies. Yeah, but that's the like, that's the main joke in this movie. <laughs> like they even they even point it yeah. out, you know, like like I don't I, think I, don't, I don't get that one either, my friend. You're I'm in the same boat with you. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't make I'm sense. So glad. I think I think that there's like there's almost a meta joke in this movie that I think is very unintentional. Like I don't think they, they intended to get here. But there it, because uh Brendan Fraser does end up becoming right. like more and more like Polly Shore <laughs> There is like a <laughs> it's almost like they're saying if you unfroze a caveman, Polly Shore is an unfrozen that too would caveman. think Polly Shore is. Funny. That's that's why <laughs> like, you can't think of Polly Shore as anything younger than a forty-year-old man. Yeah. It's because he was unfrozen. He was thought out at forty years old, and he just adapted his way into Hollywood <laughs> as is now. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the that Jenny. It feels like that's what they've said. Is they've gone? Yeah. Like who who. Who finds Polly Shore funny? What would make Polly Shore funny? What if you were a, a literal caveman who'd oh never gosh. heard a joke before? Oh my gosh. <laughs> then Polly Shore's hilarious. Without Polly Shore even knowing it, we just destroyed him. Yeah, like, there's no way they meant to do that, but that's that's no, literally, literally what happened in the movie. <laughs> like... Because no one else seems to I, think he's I have funny. To say that like none I of the characters like think he's funny. Than I thought I would, in the sense that I didn't realize you would have scenes where Sean Astin would be bullied on the ice rink, and then you think Brendan Fraser is going to go defend him, but then he just he just takes that punch and then leaves. He eats it, and I was like, eats "That it. is, so yeah." Good. I mean, of course, you want to watch Brendan Fraser beat the shit out of him, right? But the fact that he takes it and then he like Sean Astin through the whole thing almost feels like the father to Brennan Fraser. He's like, I thought you out. I discovered you. I saved you. You don't mimic me. You don't save yeah. me. You don't defend me. Like he he's almost having this like crisis about him, about his whole like relationship with with uh, yeah. Link. We we also forgot to mention that Brendan Fraser's name in this is Link, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we should call him Brendan Fraser. Yeah, the whole thing, and then at the very end, it comes in clutch, and I was like, "That's actually really smart of the film waiting and holding that for the end." Hmm. Actually, you brought up a brilliant point. Can we talk about how? Sean Astin is the problem in this movie. Just, just yeah, an in asshole. An unexpected way. <laughs> just an asshole. Like I'm gonna do this setup. Yeah. So this setup, like in a typical, like in a, a regular film, would be the other way around, right? <laughs> like that bit at the end where he sends Link away, yeah. like and Harry and the Hendersons. Um. And then, yeah, Polly Shore comes out and tells him, like, that's, dude, friends don't treat each other like this or whatever. In every other film like this, that's the other way around, right? Like, Sean Astin tells Polly Shore that. Um, right. Which, it adds, it adds an interesting think, element to the film. 
I think the filmmakers know that Pauly Shore is so detestable that somehow they have guy. to rewrite him to be yeah. somewhat yeah. likable. Yeah. Because I think I think this this movie does a really good job in making Pauly Shore somewhat likable, actually. Well, there's there's something about like his his character's attitude to life that's quite endearing. You know, he's like, he's the only character that doesn't really yeah. seem to care what other people think or what his social standing is, or whatever. That's like that's all nice. It also, the issue is then he'll start talking and I'll remember it's Polly Shore. You know when he when he says, "Can I tell Steve Couser?" <laughs> and um, Dave goes, "No." Do you know who Steve Couser is? The janitor. The janitor. Oh, the janitor. He walks by the janitor, like, yeah. stops oh. the cruiser, walking yeah. away. It's the janitor. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. That was my, that was one of my favorite jokes. You know, it's so funny when he... Yeah. <laughs> when he says that, uh, when he says, can I tell Steve Cooser, like, we as the audience are yeah. supposed to know who that is, right? Uh, my wife, my wife goes, who is that? And I go, I go, honey, the art of being of the joke is that we don't know who that is. And then and then we find out and I was like, yeah. oh, never mind. apparently that's never not mind. Shut my face. I it's nothing. a better joke if we don't know who that yeah. is. Yeah. I because I, I genuinely found that funny. I was like, tell no one, can I tell Steve Kuji? It's like you just named a guy. And then it's like, like I thought that was I thought that yeah. was the joke and that's a good joke. Tell no one instantly goes and sees Robin and tells her. No, like oh, Dave, you're talking about Link? Like instantly when he's like, "Don't tell anyone." Okay, instantly the next day at school he goes and grabs Robin to tell her to like make himself look better. It does, yeah. Yeah, but exactly. that, who's gonna believe him? No one, right? Like no really, one really who's that, gonna that believe is, him. That's a really that is an element I liked about this film, like comedically as well. Is that yeah, it, it does the usual like no one believes him. Like it, the few people he tells, "I have a caveman." No one believes that at all. They settle into him being a foreign exchange student. And at the end of the film, there's that big reveal that he's a caveman. And everyone just starts pissing that, themselves. Like, the bully thinks he's going to... They think that's going to ruin his reputation or whatever. And everyone's just like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I'm going to dance with him. We, we like him more. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. He's a caveman. That's yeah. great. Like, I think that's so yeah. That's so good. And also more accurate. Like, If you made friends with a caveman... And then someone's like, do you know it's a caveman? That's, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be, like, disgusted by him. You'd be like, cool. <laughs> you know, they could have... Okay, so two things you bring up um, is that if this movie was made today, you could not have that ending. Because of Photoshop and AI, things can be digitally altered so easily, even mm -hmm. photos, right? Oh, yeah. So the only, the only way this movie... This, the only way this movie was even a little bit believable is because you can't alter at that time yeah. um, Polaroids or photos or anything like that, right? Uh, the other thing is, is that what could have been a smarter ending to this movie, but also probably made this movie a bit longer, is having an E.T. sort of ending where the government wants to come in and steal Link because he's a caveman. And they want to like conduct studies on him. But this movie is so contained to be like within this high school and all the problems being within that. That's what Dave school. says. Dave's like, they'll take him away yeah, from I was, us. I, I was very surprised. 
Yeah. Yeah, even the characters seem to think that's what the plot of the movie is going to be. But yeah, we just we just never get there. And then when we have like the the family dynamic, like Dave's family being introduced, um we don't get introduced to his sister until the cooking scene where his like the kitchen is a huge mess. And that's oh. that's like do, do you realize how long it takes for this movie to get started? They dig the pool, they go to school, they dig the pool, they uncover the guy, they go back to school, the guy's thawing out, the guy thawed out, it goes back to home. Like there's a lot of back yeah. and forth before this movie actually starts. And we don't get introduced to the to the family until we get introduced to Link. And what's funny about that is that the whole time I'm thinking, this is written as if the little sister walks into the garage and discovers oh, yeah. this hulking of a man, right? Like E.T. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, it's so weird how this character, Dave, doesn't have a little sister. And then as soon as little I sister. thought that, boom, we're introduced to the little sister. Patrick, who immediately doesn't believe him before she knows like she's anything so else. in the movie. Like, I, can I... She's, she's presented with, with a fairly plausible, like scenario and she's already like nah but it's but it's done dumber than that probably a caveman can i pull an egg from that actually <laughs> pull an egg well it's because she i mean she she she's grown up with her brother and then she knows stony because it's her brother's it's her brother's friend it's like these guys are full of shit yeah. uh, you know, you know? <laughs> they don't have a friend you don't have an exchange student. oh the other funniest joke in the movie the other funniest joke in the movie is when Polly Shore turns to the dad and goes, "You know, inevitably, I'm going to marry right. your daughter, and I'll be part of this family for real." I'm that's like, not weird. That's not funny. Why would you say that about the, the child? Thank you. you. Yeah. I was just about to say, can I say an ick? Like, how old is how old is Dave's sister? <laughs> Roughly. Okay. Like how old are you when you were a senior in high school? Thirteen. Okay. Three, like yeah, there you go. Eighteen. <laughs> looks at a 14 year old going i'm gonna marry you one day gross don't do that nasty no 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 i agree i agree it's gross obviously but for the comedic aspect when he turns to the dad and the dad just i'm gonna be your family Uh, (laughs) like that's hilarious to me yeah (laughs) but the parents are just so used to him being around and being like yeah such a weirdo like they just accept it they're just like any inane crap coming out of his mouth they're like uh yeah okay stone they just get to let it go like ha ha hi person or was it don't they call him stanley don't they call him steve like isn't that his name stanley Stanley. yeah stanley Stanley. he's called stony because so yeah he's definitely high yeah there's no other reason you call him stony that there lies the yeah. joke. <laughs> unless unless he is also a caveman. Which again we theorized oh, before. From the Stone Age. That's the only way Dave has friends, is that he keeps having to thaw out it's new thawed friends. out several cavemen. <laughs> yeah. He he had to discover Link because uh Stoney was getting sick of his of his bullshit and so he was like, Oh man, I, I need a new caveman. <laughs> It's actually kind of dark if you think about it as a guy who's just trying to abduct people to be his friend. (laughs) Uh, Even the real problem. Okay, I have a question, and and it's 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 more of a like, Mm. did you go to prom? 
Uh, no, I, I I did not go to my senior prom. Yeah. I went to. Is this just? Night. Is this just a movie thing, or does it actually happen in America, where the whole dance hall forms a circle, and people just go in the middle and dance? Is that a thing? Oh my god! Sometimes. <laughs> that sounds so fun. I mean. <laughs> I I don't I I think it's more of a trope that has been adapted into real life but I think if it's like if well okay so we did a movie called Grind which I don't know if you've seen um but it it came out in like early 2000s like 2003 it's a skateboarding stoner movie and it it's uh basically a bunch of these guys who want to get sponsored. Yeah. I don't know how skateboarding really works. I still don't even after seeing this movie. But they want to get sponsored and become professional skateboarders. So they follow this other professional skateboarder around the country to try to get noticed by him. Okay. Again, I don't know how this works. But um, so it's a road trip. Uh, it's a road trip skater stoner film. And these guys end up at this like after party after a big like you know yeah. rad skate competition that's the thing and um they go to this party and um the uh, uh oh. the song it's tricky is playing it's tricky to rap. yeah and so they all start perfectly choreography like break dancing together and the whole room slides apart, like moves apart, and to like let them, like perfectly synchronized dance in the middle, and then like random people start like joining in, like perfectly also in synchronized dance. And I can tell you for a fact no. that I never happens that. in real life. <laughs> Everyone in this high school is a professional dancer, don't you know? <laughs> and they all know the dance, like they've all like it's some sort of like yeah, exactly. No, I wonder I if that's in, in the grind universe that's the equivalent of like the Macarena. <laughs> I mean we we do that. We we're <laughs> we're both youth leaders at our church and we like do this thing yearly called Stage and Slam and essentially there's like a few songs where we just all know the dance to. Like Cotton Eye Joe, um five six seven eight and um something called the Cupid right. Shuffle. But the Cupid Shuffle is literally you go the to shuffle, the left yeah. three times, go to the right, and then it's called bounce kick. You bounce kick three to four times, and then you turn forty-five degrees. That's it. The whole dance is that for three to four minutes straight. You know, That's the, as close as we get. Well, what's funny is we cha have slide. the cha-cha. Yeah, we got that too. Uh, yep. We have the cha-cha slide. Yeah. And yeah, and so you know the thing about the cha-cha slide is that the song yeah. is the dance. Oh, like, they right. they spell it out for you. You know. So for something like that, it's easy to see how a lot of people could could like just know it. But for for everyone Definitely to start, good. yeah, you know, choreography dancing to like it's tricky to rock <laughs> around to rock around. That's not it's tricky. It's, it like, yeah, that's not happening. Okay. Oh, I will say though, like if if the prom king and queen do get crowned, they do share dance, and everyone is supposed to like. Gee. Okay, watch that's, them that's dance. Thing like, that is a thing. Like, they just that's got married? Yeah. <laughs> like, they just got oh, married. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's mad. And then slowly, one by one, everyone We have We have a prom. 
it's less. I never went to mine. Um, one with Nathan. Did you go to yours? I went to mine. I wasn't supposed to go to mine, but I went to mine. I wasn't supposed to be. Ours is everyone, whether you're 18 or not, get absolutely hammered in this like hotel, dancing to songs that you know, and then oh wow, there's either an after party or you go sleep. It it it, it exists because yeah, kids have seen American movies and went, why don't we have a prom? So they do a prom, but it's oh, that's you know without any of the the tra- tra- traditional prom stuff because no one's gonna put their hat in the ring to be prom king or whatever you know. And we have like through the year dancing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Halloween think... and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I... right? I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, like I said, I haven't been to high school in f- uh, fifteen, fourteen. I don't even know, 13 years, right? Okay, so it it's hard for me to be like the, yeah. you know, the precipice of like feeling the teenage pulse of America in this in this day and age. But um I I, I think more liberal schools probably got rid of the whole mm. concept of prom king. Oh, no, of course, yeah. gender conformity and stuff like that. Just you know, but like old school schools that are still like having that like i could see that still like like religious schools i could still see yeah. that having a thing you know see, <clears throat> most of our schools but i don't like, know again I, the schools we all went to like not exactly mainly religious schools um one time we had really different was like when we were in high school our school was st david's and it was a catholic school and then dalkeith which was right next to us with a was a protestant protestant school and yeah, that was the only real issue. Uh, but yeah, like that wasn't. It was weird. It was like you don't want to learn about religion. You go to Dalkeith if you do want to learn about religion. But then there was like kids who were not religious whatsoever who were in St. David's. I think they are just more religious. Like yeah, you're more likely to have a, a school be like connected yeah. to Catholicism. Over well, here. let me ask you. Let me ask you this, because, you know, we don't really have, well, we have it, but it's not that common at, like, all boys and all girls school. But it makes it sound like the UK has, like, all schools are either all boys or all girls. Oh, yeah. I know that not, I know that's not true, but do you have a, a surplus of, of all gender schools? There are quite a few, but you have to be, like, rich. They're boarding yeah, schools like, and whatever. Yeah, parents are absolutely yeah. men eat. The, the rich, yeah. So the mum and dad are too busy. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you have, have to be you absolutely have, what you'd have to pay to get into. We have seen rich, like a, a proper boarding yeah, school. Yeah, parents who can't well, look um, after the kids. Yeah. So they're like, all right, just go to like go stay over there for like six to eight weeks, um, and then come back for like a week or so, and then go back to ah. boarding school. Um, yeah. The 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 real version of like Hogwarts, basically. <laughs> Yeah, you, you get that kind of uh, school would be uh-huh, a, uh-huh. an all male or all all yeah. female, yeah. <laughs> except except no magic powers, yeah. right? Yeah, you just learn about um, how to do banking. Hold on, Nathan. Wait, keep in touch with your youth. <laughs> Fuck. I thought I was old. I'm just trying to think what rich kids learn. I'm not rich kids learn. I didn't go to that. They play golf while a teacher teaches economics, and they fax pictures of. Bully that of the teacher that they've drawn together. 
I don't think they yeah, faxed Jim, anything. Shut anymore. up. Macaulay Culkin told me. Granted, my office Macaulay has Culkin a fax. told me. My office has a fax, and I'm still... I constantly make fun of my boss for having a fax machine in our office. Surprised <laughs> you still have a job. Oh my gosh. There's this, there's this joke, and I'm just mm-hmm. trying to... I'm going to butcher it. Are you ready for it? Go for it. So, there's... Um, let me get. Let me see if I can get this right. There's um, uh, an Irish, yeah. a Japanese man, yeah. and an American on a golf course, they're all- and they're all playing golf. And um, in the middle, in the middle of teeing up, the <laughs> Irish guy says, "Okay, one minute. I I have to take this phone call." So he he puts his thumb up to his ear and his pinky up to his mouth. And he has a full-on conversation. And they go, what was that? And he goes, oh, it's the new technology. They put a chip in the ear. I mean, they, they put a chip in the thumb, and they put a chip in your pinky, and now your hand is your phone. And and both the Japanese guy and the American guy are like, wow, that's amazing. That's really cool. So they go to a, play a few more holes. And the American guy, um, I was like, oh, excuse me, I have, I have a call. <laughs> and... He pushes his lower temple, and he has this whole conversation. And the Irish and the Japanese guy are like, wow, that's amazing. What is that? He goes, oh, they put a chip in your brain, and all you got to do is just click it, and, and you can take phone calls. And go, wow, that's amazing. And, so then, a, and then a couple of holes later, the, the Japanese guy kind of kind of is just like standing still, and he's like kind of hiding behind a tree. And the, and the Irish and the American guy are like, what? Are you coming? What's like, you're up to, to tee off. And the Japanese guy is like, uh, 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 I, I'm just getting a fax. <laughs> huh? Huh? That's the- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> oh, no, I got that. Let your, let your imagination go. <laughs> I was. I I was like, oh god, this is gonna be so racist. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no yeah. It's, but see, what's so, lovely like... about it is that it's not at all. It's, it's not. A... Uh, it's one of my it's one of my favorite jokes because you think it's going one way, but yeah. it's, it's completely different. Oh man. And then I don't always, I don't know why every time I've heard it it always ends with the Japanese guy getting the facts but I just I, I just was like okay that's the way it is. Oh god. Yeah. Uh. But any but anyways. <laughs> so yeah. Well, well anyways, listen. I I I actually like this movie. I thought it was like a a good movie for oh, for what I love this movie. I think um I think now, um, th- I think that segues us quite nicely into our, our questions that we like to uh, wrap the show <laughs> up with. Um, so there's always two questions. Uh, we'll go through them. Um, uh, I can't remember. It's been a while since we've recorded with a guest. Ty, do you remember what was my thing I said again? Do we go first go or first. the guest go first? Or nicely that. Guest goes first, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that was it, because we wanted to bully Andrew. <laughs> Um, so yeah, question one is, is this a good movie? Basically, it's just, we're a film review show, so we may as well do the bare minimum of reviewing the movie and give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. 
so uh alan do you want to you want to kick us off is is encino mine a good movie I had such low expectations for this film and the fact that even like the outdated jokes and Pauly Shore himself could make me laugh. I, I have to say that thumbs up. However, there is a lot of stuff in this film that did not work. And I felt the ending introducing the woman caveman was <laughs> so rushed, you know? Yeah. Uh, but but I liked it. Like I, I'm not I'm not going away thinking, oh, I just watched a bad film. So thumbs up from me. Okay. Ty. Yes. <laughs> Ty, is this a good movie? I love this movie. It's Brendan Fraser. Like you not like this movie. Yep. Is that your whole answer? Distinct. Um, yeah, my turn. Yeah, I don't like this movie. I'm be honest. Um, I, I, I think both of your tolerance for Polly Shore <laughs> is just higher than mine. <laughs> uh, I, I found this. I understand. But what about the what about the <laughs> Gonzaga <the> Zunkas? Huh? <laughs> yeah, go with that. That didn't. It didn't help. Gonzaga's. <laughs> my um enjoyment of this film that's the other thing with our, our modern remake there's a, f- a few things that'll probably yeah, that's, need to yeah, be that's, um, that's, yeah that's creepy i can't do that <clears throat> worked around yeah uh <laughs> but we can talk all day about whether or not a movie's any good or not um, what does that make us what does that make mm. us ign that's a video game um, like... what's a movie one <laughs> rotten tomatoes <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. I'm really good at podcasting. Okay, um, yeah, what are we Rotten Tomatoes? There you go. Yeah, to edit, so I say the right You're thing. You're good. That's um, a good But it doesn't... <laughs> All of this is doing good. Um, but that's not us. We are Midnight Screening and guest. <laughs> um, so the important thing is, is this a Midnight Screening? Uh, we'll kick off in the same order. Alan, is... Would you say Encino Man would work as a as a movie night movie? You know, I I think with a certain crowd it might, but as we get farther and farther away from the original release date, I think it becomes less and less of something you can sit around with your friends and watch, if that makes sense. I think, like, I watched it with my wife, and I was like, would I watch this with, like, a group of people? <laughs> probably not (laughs) probably not (laughs) even though like i don't think it's a bad movie i think it was fun i just don't think i don't think it's everyone's cup of tea so i i don't think people like you would be taking a risk of of your other people that you invite to go see it getting the same enjoyment out of it than you and because it's kind of a kind of a well-done movie it's not so bad it's good. There's not a lot to make fun of, except mm. for maybe, you know, a couple point. of jokes here and there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that, that's a, yeah. a good point. Ty. I'm going to go uh, with you. Ty, is this a, a midnight screen? I can understand, understand where Alan's coming from, but my friend yeah. group in particular, we'd have fun watching this movie. So, yeah. Yeah. Screen. 
<laughs> better, better, better's you, a tough one. Nathan's my friend, and then Josh, <laughs> and then like a couple others, and we've all kind of got the same. We watched the, me, Nathan, and our other friend Jack got drunk and watched the room together. Yeah. Survived the room together. We could survive California, man. Just, yeah. To be fair, that was ah, but the room. We we got drunk to watch the room uh, as research <laughs> for our guest appearance on SP Film Viewers. So, yeah. so professional. We're, we're so oh we're God. such professionals. Nathan, <laughs> this is my next ground. Um, ah. I, I'm gonna go with no. Uh, on the personal level, of I genuinely don't think I can sit through this again. Like. <laughs> Regardless of context, I wow. don't think I'm getting through Encino Man all the way through. That's amazing. Um, so for that reason, I have to say no. Out of out of midnight screening is is my thing. I I I stole the phrase and then changed it slightly from a real concept, but this is, you know it's my thing, and I'm I'm not hosting <laughs> that movie now. That's true. <laughs> Uh, there you have it. That's another, yeah. a- another you movie guessed. reviewed. I guess this isn't how the in- outro. This isn't how the outro goes. I don't know why I'm saying it. Um, all that's left to do is uh, to say thank you for everyone for for listening. If you're listening to this on Spotify or another podcast platform, uh, you can find us on YouTube on the Nathan to Username channel. So you can subscribe to that if you want, and vice versa. If you're one of our YouTube listeners. Uh, you want to hear us on the go? You can do that. Uh, we're definitely on. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music and all those places. You can you can find us there. Uh, of course, I need to thank Ty mm-hmm. once again for for being here for another episode and for editing our show. Uh, and most importantly, thank you to to Alan from uh, from I finally watched for being here. Uh, tell them where where can they find you? Oh yeah, so I finally watched is my movie podcast that I co-host uh, with uh, my co-host David, who was supposed to be here, but unfortunately his wife had other plans. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, um, we we're everywhere. We're we're a podcast you can listen to on Apple, Spotify, Outcast, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Um, you can even tell your Alexa, hey, Alexa, play the I Finally Watch podcast, and she will do it. Um, you just made everyone's yeah, Alexa so... play your no. show. <laughs> I want Good. That. Good. I want that. That is um, amazing. But yeah, so no, it was it was awesome having uh, being on with you guys. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Love talking about Encino Man. Uh, Love the different opinions that we all had. And then, oh, as far as social media is, is, you know, Twitter is our big thing. So we're at finally watched because at I finally watched was already taken. Um, so, so yeah, so at finally watched, you can find us on Twitter. And we love to, to interact with guests and to take um, recommendations because we, we had a, um, we had a, recommendation to do starship troopers and that's the episode that comes out for us uh tomorrow so yeah oh yeah (laughs) so So, yeah and and actually um our guest on our starship trooper episode is from scotland (laughs) there you go yeah oh so yeah no thank you guys thanks once again for having me thanks for being here 
uh, all those links uh, for our stuff and for I finally watched will be in the description or in the show notes, depending where it is you're listening. Uh, if you want to check them out, and that's uh, that's the show. I guess that's 